This is Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Bar View speaking with Ronald Huey, head coach of the Houston Cougars women's basketball team. So, uh, what's 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 your your take on being picked fifth? You know, it's um, I expected to be picked closer to number one than we were, but being fifth is it's not bad. You know, it's it's an honor knowing where we come from and that my colleagues in the uh, conference or the coaches thought enough of us to, to say we're in the top five. Um, but, you know, like I told you last year, to get four, we're gunning for number one. And you're not first, you're last. So that's how we always want to uh, look at any kind of uh, conference coaches poll or anything like that because and I can see where they have questions me and my colleagues who graduated from Omaha Hawkins four years starter major contributor um, and Octavia Barnes and Mike West who were major contributors for two years and we come back with two seniors and um, not sure what's going to happen with Jazz in their eyes, even though we know she's back. Um, Jasmine Harris is speaking of. And not knowing what our point guard played with Angela Harrisley as a grad transfer and um, Julia Blackshear Fair and Diamond Glad sharing the responsibility with our spot. So it's a question mark. But I thought uh, we did a really good job in recruiting to bring in some nice pieces. Key extra piece. We started out last year as three. That can play the four and the five. Stretch the floor. The three point line. Mm -hmm. And score around the basket. We have had a six foot guard that can play one, two, three, and four that we expect to break things out of. Maya Jones. Just because Octavia Barnes and Maya West were both in Mississippi went back to that Maya Jones, uh, who's a 6'2", four player that can guard every single position on the floor, one through five. We're really excited about this because we hadn't had a four player that could, at, at size, did the things that she could do. And just really, really excited about where we're taking the approach and the expectations this year. I, I understand your reason for optimism. But I also have to ask you, you're not sure if or when you're going to get any of the four transfers. So that not having the doubt surrounding them, that doesn't calm your positivity for wanting to be picked higher? No, we, we went into it with um, Erica. Brittany and Paris and Maya Crump all um, in our mind they're you know, just because they're transferred and I have to sit out one year residency we did file a waiver hopefully do a um, if not all four get one or two of them but we're going in it in our mind that they're you know, we'll be sitting out this year and um we went into that at the beginning, and so that, that led to us 
still be in poverty without teams that we're putting on the floor. Um, that'll give us right at nine players. And we're satisfied with that. The year we won, uh, two years ago when we won 20 games, we played with seven. Um, eight, and Juju was there. Um, she broke her foot midway through that year and missed six weeks. Um, we played with seven during that time. Last year, we were playing with eight. Well, won 15, 16 games, still made postseason play. So, um, our style of play dictates that we have to be in highly positioned, um, athlete to, to be a part of what we do. And, uh, we've proven to be able to do that and knock on wood, stay away from injury. You mentioned her a few minutes ago. Um, what does it mean to the team and the program to get Jasmine Harris back? Uh, it, it's tremendous for me. You know, Jasmine is a, a, a tremendous talent. Um, and she's focused and, and doing the things necessary to be successful on and off the court um, for herself. Um, she's taken a lot of time um, this past spring and summer um, with getting some counseling and attacking her anxiety that she has. We've spoken freely about that. So she could definitely um, be able to respond only if asked about it. But she's in a good place now mentally. I'm looking forward to graduation. Uh, I'm on graduation track. Um, and also looking forward to redeeming herself last year. As of today, October 22nd, tonight, today, whatever, do you have in your mind if the season started tomorrow, do you have a starting five in your mind? That's going to be hard here. I have a starting seven right now. Um, and that's, uh, the corn talk between, um, Julia Blackchip there and, and Diamond Gladden is one and also Maya Jones and, um, uh, Rhea Patterson. Before, um, Doreen and Jasmine doing uh, pretty good at their spot. But again, at any time, we can have anybody to come up and be picked to start in any of those positions. Who, who would be the, or who is the uh, starting five? Uh, Tatiana Hill has been separating herself pretty good there. I feel really, really good about her. When you're talking about 11, the after coming off the freshman year, the biggest problem she had last year was she was just a horrible practice. She just didn't understand and she the details of, of what goes into practice today. And so it led to the inconsistency in game. But she tackled that uh, in the summer and this fall and did the workouts team workout is led to her right now. It's really, really good. We're expecting great things from her. So she looks like she's adjusted to um, college life and she's a sophomore and understands what it means to be a a college player and play for you. Is that correct? Exactly. Exactly. Um, Coming in her freshman year, she basically told me she expected to play and not play a lot of minutes because we had other folks that could 
and I said, that's the wrong attitude to have. You gotta understand that you can come out and your talent dictates that you can start over anybody. Well, time management, um, adjusting college life, academic, tutors, travel, um, all those things took a toll with her on top of not being as focused as she needs to be uh, on the court and in the classroom. So it was, it was a recipe that she had to learn to fix up and, and be able to stir it all up and get it going in the right direction. Wanna shift gears and and we touched on this a little bit while we were at Media Day last week in Philly. The team Cougs are in will participate in the uh I guess now the Victoria Invitational in British Columbia. What are your thoughts on, you know, let's see, the bigger name schools, you know, that are participating in Mississippi State, Stanford and Syracuse, just add on more, as you mentioned last week, about what it means for you guys to be in an event like that. It's tremendous just to get, you know, invited and, and be mentioned among those teams. Um, those are tremendous programs and some tremendous coaches. And uh, Debbie Antonelli was a part of um, with like few your programs to come. You know, I think these would be a part of this to continue to have uh, uh, a resurgence of Houston's women's basketball was because in Conference USA, there were times that you dominated. And so now you have to get to their level uh, in the American right now because of being right outside the Power Five. You know, people consider us almost as a Power Five, especially when you talk about Clinton. So it's just to be mentioned with those programs. And, you know, the thing that I love is Again, Chris, I remember having a conversation with you when I first took the job about, you know, Houston coming in in the top five and having an opportunity to be consistent teams in the NCAA tournament and, you know, possibly winning the national championship. But those never faded. And I think we'll continue to build toward that. And as we build toward that, play, you know, the Mississippi State and Syracuse and the Stanford, I have opportunities to. I think we have to just have great showing, go out and show why we belong, and our name will start to be mentioned with those teams. But you have to win something. You have to win something. And, and your, your opponent in the opening round of that event is Syracuse. So that's, uh, you know, a school from the ACC. That's a power five program, and Coach Q has really built them into a national, national relevance. So have you even looked that far ahead and thought about going against uh, Coach Q and his program, his squad? Not at all. He and I were on the phone a couple of weeks ago because I knew we played him, but it didn't think me um, that we were playing them first round. And so he actually called me because he was talking to his uh, director of basketball, uh, the guy's name is Vegetable. He told Cedric, he said, yeah, he's beating him. He's going to be in Victoria. So we get, we have a chance to hang out with him and his family and his team. And, you know, it's like stuff. And Cedric said, yeah, we're going to hang out with him for at least more than a minute. And she was like, what do you mean? He was like, we played him first round. <laughs> she was like, what? 
well, yes. And so he called me and we both laughed about it because it, it didn't fit into either one of them playing each other smoothly in the tournament. But, you know, really excited about it. He was one of the, my mentors that really helped me uh, along this, this ride as an assistant coach to a head coach. Um, just to tell you a little story about him when he was assistant in Alabama, um, he and his wife lived in the dorm. Uh, he did all the scouting. He would be on the road when I was recruited and have to send his scouts back. So we would be on the road. I would ask him to share some of the stuff of scouting with me. And he would do that and also talk about recruiting and those kind of things. So it was just really, really cool that, you know, he was able to do that and not be threatened by anything and still to this day help me with any and everything when I call him. By advice as still a young head coach, he has you know, double-digit years of experience now. And I'm going to ask you this, not really to put you on the spot, but just to let the listeners know that the Victoria Invitational will be shown on Flow Hoops, flowhoops.com, et cetera. It's just a uh, streaming service. Do you know anything about Flow Hoops? Have y'all been told about it or educated about it? You know what it does? No, I have not. Um, and I'm excited to hear about it. So it, it's, uh, I'm not sure how long, how, how long it's been around, but, um, it is a subscription-based service. It's not on the tier of ESPN Plus or, you know, what is it, Pac-12 have some type of streaming service. But it is subscription-based, and there will be a fee involved for uh, the monthly rate and an annual rate. Now, I'm not sure if uh, there will be, you know, something special, event pricing for it the Victoria event for the fans, the supporters of all the team involved. You know, if, if you can ask Debbie about that and, and let me know, that'd be great. You know, find out. I'm sure people want to know because what I know off the top of my head, <clears throat> the annual price, I want to say annual price and flow hoops, flow is flow sports, flow hoops, flow sports has, they show like all kinds of sports. You know, football, okay. basketball, baseball, volleyball, swimming. I mean, wow. you name it, whatever. It's all kinds of sports. I, uh, it even, I know last summer, last summer, they were showing, they're one of the first outlets to show, um, I want to say it was the girls, EYBL was on last oh, year. Wow. Stream, stream that. Um, as part of this low, low hoops subscription, you subscribe to one of the sports, it gives you access to all the other sports too. But I think wow. the annual price is like 150 but the monthly price is like $29.50, $29.95, something like that, $30. Okay. So they encourage you to get that. You know, you save much more money if you get the annual yeah. price, right? So you got to find out, you know, uh, look into that because I don't want to publicize that part of it because um, I'm not sure what the price will be, if there'll be a special rate for it because this is, it's 2019, 2019. This streaming is here to stay. There are exactly. 
some fans and alums or supporters of any any school that aren't happy with the move to streaming. There are some folks who aren't happy with the conference, the American going to ESPN Plus, the new deal that that'll start in 2021. But, you know, I've, I've already started that. My partnership with ESPN, ESPN Plus, to get folks to sign up. And I'm hearing some some squawking from folks. Well, I'm, why I got to pay for extra stuff? Why I got to, you know, because it's here to stay. <laughs> that's that's exactly. that's why it's not exactly. going anywhere. And exactly. if you want to support U of H, U of H athletics, specifically U of H women's athletics, many of the sports, especially the non-Olympic sports, will be a part of ESPN Plus. So you have to yeah. spend spend five it's five five dollars a month, four ninety nine plus tax or so like five forty, five sixty, whatever. The annual is fifty dollars plus some tax. So clearly I am not if you don't have the money, you don't have the money. That's right. It, that's just point blank. But if you have the money, support the program. That's right. Support U of H women, support U of H men, support the non Olympic sports. Because at some point, the conference, ESPN, will look at numbers and look at, well, who's doing what? Who's, who's, who is, uh, what, what school is giving me the most support? You know, yeah. and they'll, oh, well, you're basically down there at 12. Oh, exactly. well, they talked all about, you know, all this, you know, they wanted more support. They wanted more of this. We're giving it to them. They don't want to pay for it. Exactly. You want to be a part of, you want to be a big program, you have to act like a big program. So that That's so that right. means invested in the program. I I say all that I digress. But Flow Hoops is showing the Victoria Invitational, and what are the dates? Like the twenty eighth to the thirtieth, something like that. The end of November. Um, exactly, twenty eighth to the thirtieth. Yeah. So the first game, Cougs versus Syracuse, will be on Flow Hoops. So if you want to watch Flow Hoops, and it is like I said, streaming direct to consumer. Is here. It's the way it's, it's here now. It's the present. It's also the future. But in terms of women's basketball, women's sports, some fans, some media, some supporters are upset about the coverage or the sports being on streaming platforms and don't have to pay that extra money for it. Well, unfortunately, this is reality. That's right. Women's sports are not must-see TV on linear programming, on regular TV. So you're going to have to spend some dollars to see the, the team you want, see the sports you want, and money talks. Pro- companies recognize it. You know, they'll, they'll, the TV networks recognize, oh, well, we're getting a lot of positive response from Houston or, you know, the American conference fans are really buying, buying and supporting ESPN plus. They're really buying, got a lot of subscribers to the flow hoops for the Victoria invitational, you know, things like that. They recognize that they will, they recognize it and they notice it and it will help down the line to get more recognition for your sport, for your program. So it's going to cost some dollars to hell have a watch party. You know, somebody, Buy flow hoops, invite your friends over that way, whatever. You just, you, it's going to have to be done. Spend some money on flow hoops for those three days. And you, you know, you spend it for 
those three days, you get it for a month, you get it for a year. There's no telling, but you're going to have to support the program, support the sport, and that's one of the ways to do it. I have a question for you regarding participating in the Victoria Invitational. Did Debbie Antonelli reach out to you? Did you reach out to her? How, how, how does it, how is being invited to a, a neutral site event take place? How does that happen? Well, we put out, uh, Vicky Pikett does our schedule and you have this site that everybody kind of enlists if you're looking for games and dates and times. So we put out there, we were looking for a Thanksgiving tournament and a Christmas tournament. Um, and we put the dates out there, um, on when AD. And this is, it's a free service that you can go out there and basically put all the information out there that you're looking for. Um, some people put out there, you know, what date and time they're looking for a game, uh, whether it's a guarantee for that game, it's not a guarantee. Uh, whether they're looking for a Power 5 competition or a major competition or both D1 competition or they want to start a home-to-home series or just one time, uh, come to our place one time or uh, we're looking for our team only in Texas that we want to play first. So you can just kind of describe it how uh, you want to to be able to get the games you're looking for. And we put it out there in those dates. If you got the phone call, asking us what we'd like to be in. And uh, the rest is history. Cool. Very cool. I always wondered how the, what the process was to get into stuff like that. So, so good deal. So, okay. Well, you have an event coming up on campus on October 26th. So just mention that, if you will. Yes, we have our community day that we want to show our fans some appreciation for who they are and what they do and how they support not only women's basketball, just Houston athletics overall. Um, so we have some cookies, tip treat cookies and some brownies and, and things like that. You know how much people love, uh, you know, the sweets and they have that sweet too. Uh, and we're engaged in a, a really, really good practice that day. So we'll practice. After that, you have a meet and greet with all our players, sign some autographs. They'll be able to have some one-on-one to talk to you about their games, who they are, where they come from. The new kids will be able to introduce themselves. All our older kids will be able to reconnect with you and any of our fans just to have them on campus. is just tremendous for us. It'll be in the Fertitta Center. Um, the doors will open up now soon. Um, we're expecting uh, a large crowd to come over and, and just beat everyone, tables set up, and, uh, all free to our fans that appreciate us, love us, be in tune, in turn, appreciate and love them back, and looking forward to just having a great time Saturday the 26th around noon. Uh, we'll be practicing, so you can kind of just funnel right in uh, into the Fatita Center and uh, come and enjoy a great time with the Lady Crew. Is there anything else you want to uh, mention that we haven't touched on? Um, just that, you know, like every year, you know, with our fan base growing, 
we had a chance to average uh, right at, I think, 900 fans last year. Uh, when you start talking about consistently and averaging out, of course, some games were bigger than others, but on the average number, it came up to like 900. We're trying to double that this year. Again, we have to have goals that want to do those things. Uh, but we're asking our season ticket holders just to come and uh, more people just to buy more tickets to be able to come there. But we open up the arena in it's like Southwest, so you don't have to sit where your ticket says to you. Your seat says to you, we open it up to general admission. So general admission is everything, even the lower bowls, you know. Um, so you don't have to worry about trying to sit up higher or anything like that for Southwest. Uh, you can come in and sit where you want to sit. Uh, the only thing that costs a little extra, of course, is the four seats and then the box area. Um, but other than that, it's open to you. We want people to come and take advantage of that, sit down close to us. You know, we have those TV games. And now we have more people in the section where people can be able to see them and see that we have people at our games and not spread out based on seats. So that was one of the biggest things that we changed. And I uh, have Candace and Alexis over at Chicken to thanks for that. And, uh, of course, the Wanatizer and Chris Pez, you know, or just uh, have an opportunity to care enough about women's basketball to be able to do that. Because, again, I know some other people and other programs that are fighting for what we just got. And I really appreciate that. That's uh, that's that's a great idea. I think it's a long time. Things overdue. That's a great idea. Yes, yes. And then we, we you know, running with it and really appreciate it. All right. Ronald Huey, head coach of U.S. Women's Basketball. Thanks for your time. And we'll talk soon, and I'll probably uh, stop by uh, Saturday and and see what you uh, our team looks and uh, feed my sweet tooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 